Yirmiya Perik Yehud. This Perik discusses the falseness of serving idols, how Hashem is the true source of life, severe punishment for Klai Yisrael, and Yirmiya's prayer for Hashem to punish the enemies of Klai Yisrael. And Pasuk Aleph through Hey, this Perik opens by relating the vanity of worshipping of Odazara idols, as idols are just sticks and stones that have no power. So why would Yisrael continue to worship a false entity? As we've been learning a lot about Odazara and idol worship throughout Sefer Yirmiya, I'd like to give a word on the Indian of Avodazara. As not serving Avodazara is one of the Ten Commandments, you should not have any false gods. Obviously, the words of the Torah are eternal and apply to our everyday lives. The Gemara in Avodazara, Donald relates, the sages were and in Rome were asked, if Hashem doesn't want Avodazara, why doesn't he get rid of it? The sages answered, because the sun, moon, and stars are essential to the world's functioning. Why should God destroy the world just for something that is foolish? The questioner then asked, So let Hashem just destroy the idols that are non-essential for creation. The sages answered, By doing so, it would give volition to the idol worshippers of the sun and moon, as their idols still exist. The Gemara and Yuma, Samad the men of the great assembly gathered together to abolish the desire for idol worship and indeed were successful to a certain degree. Essentially, idol worship is trusting in something else as a source of hashpa influence other than Hashem. Therefore, Baderach Musar, when we think something other than Hashem has the ability to influence and is separate from Hashem, that carries with it a smidgen of idol worship. Worship, as Hashem is the source of all life and nothing is separate from Hashem or has the ability to affect change, harm, or blessing without Hashem. This should be a great source of encouragement to us to trust in Hashem for all our needs and not the outside circumstance. As it says in Pasuk Vav, There is none like you, God, you are great and your name is great in power. The Doc points out, we can see Hashem is great in the upper worlds and in the lower worlds. Thrawnma Wali explains, all the heavenly angels in the upper worlds are indebted to Hashem. Note, this is in direct contrast to idols who rule over nothing. In Pasuk Yud it says, V'ashem Elohim emes, hu Elohim chayim, u'melech oilem mekatsbu tirasha aretz v'lo yachilu goyim z'amu. But the Lord is truly God, He is a living God, an eternal King. The earth trembles at his anger, and the nations cannot bear his rage. And Pasuk Yod Aleph through Tezvav continues to relate God's greatness. In Pasuk Tezayin, Lo ke'elechelek Yaakov, ki yotzeo kolhu v'yisrael shevis nachlaso Hashem tzivakoi shemo. But the portion of Yaakov is not like them, for he is the creator of all, and Yisrael is the tribe of his inheritance. His name is the Lord of hosts. There's an amazing Radak over here. Yirmiya had sent these words to the elders of Yisrael who were exiled from Eretz Yisrael under the rule of King Yehoyachin. Even though Hashem exiled off us or us off our land, Hashem has never left you, as we are Hashem's personal inheritance. We need to know and take to heart, Hashem loves every single member of Am Yisrael, no matter how much you feel you may have messed up in your life, or how down and out you may be, Hashem cares about you, and He will never cast you aside. And if you think I'm not referring to you, yes, I'm specifically referring to you, the one who feels the most out and down 
trotting. Hashem has never left you. And Pasuk Zion through Chavhei, which is the end of the Perik, the Navi relates the need to prepare for exile, the severe punishment of the Jews, and a prayer of Yirmiya for Hashem to pour His wrath out on the nations of the world. And that's the end of the Perik. Thank you for listening and have a wonderful day.